welcome back to another episode of The Set Position. My name is Cole Orner, uh, along with my co-host, Zach Kruger. We do have two special guests on with us today. We have Matt Harder and Garrett Watson. They're going to help us kind of break down uh, the development of a goalkeeper at the college level. So, uh, Garrett, why don't you go ahead and lead us off and give us a little introduction, and then Matt will slide over to you. Um, hello, I'm Garrett Watson. I played four years at Shippensburg University, and Zach, the co-host, was my coach for two of those four years, I think, mm-hmm. sophomore and junior year, and we made pretty much the biggest strides in my career when he was there, and Matt played along with me, so I'll send it down to him. Hi, yeah, my name is Matt Harder. Um, I was at SHIP for four and a half years, and um, Zach was my coach for, I think, one year, um, and learned a lot from Zach, and yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. What years did you guys play at Shippensburg? I was but I was there from 2014 um to 2018. Okay. And I was yeah. 15 and 19. Yeah. I was I was at Millersville from I played 2014 and 2015. Zach mentioned that um, you and I may have played against each other, so I thought. Yeah, that I think. Awesome. I think we did. It was at ship, yeah. Yeah. You guys were undefeated, and then you guys lost to ship. Yeah. Yeah, on a crappy little bouncing ball, my two center backs ran into each other. Yeah, that was. And then Jimbo scored. Oh my gosh, that was what a goal! And then in overtime, there wasn't much time left. And it was a ball into the box, just bouncing around. One of our guys whiffed on it, and uh, one of the shipments right guys just got a toe poke and put it in the back of the net. It was a heartbreaker. It was a heartbreaker. I still remember the who's who's that little forward that you guys had? I forget his name. Jaime uh, Vasquez. Yeah, I remember. He's. Um, it was so early in the game, probably like first five minutes. Yeah. He <laughs> just. Flicked it um, off his head right over me, then goes and does some just gymnastic celebration. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he would do a flip every time he scored. Yeah. It was off a free kick, too, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right. Yeah, so I was walking him. <laughs> yeah. What a game. What a game. So, what, was, uh, what were both of your experiences like at the college level? Uh, you want to go first, Matt? Yeah, you got it. Okay, so for me, I my developmental experience before college was different than a lot of people because I come from a very, very small town. And uh, I come from a very small town, and I didn't play – club soccer at all growing up because I was I played basketball and baseball and was more into those sports until I got to like my senior year and I was like oh I should probably play soccer in college I think I'm best at that so it was a very big adjustment period for me especially as a freshman coming in and then as a sophomore wanting to actually play and kind of falling into the starting spot my sophomore year when Zach first got there with Matt being hurt and everybody else being hurt it was definitely a big jump really quick, but uh, I think Zach really helped me through that a lot and got to a point where it could be 
better than it could have been if he wasn't there for sure. Yeah, he's an all right coach. <laughs> kind of a jerk, but other than that. Yeah, I mean, there was a rough situation because Matt, you like, you like broke your wrist or something, and then or had surgery when you when I got there, and then Evan like broke his wrist. So yeah, Garrett, you were just kind of thrown into it, and it was like, you know, we've talked a lot about the difference between a goalkeeper coach and a goal, goalkeeper trainer on here, and having me there more was so much beneficial even though i was there to be the ga for the women's team i think that if i didn't have the opportunity to work with you guys i think you guys would have struggled because garrett you would have been on your own with two guys who were pissing and moaning because they were upset they weren't healthy and playing and you wouldn't have been able to get the coaching that you needed every day to be you know feeling confident and ready to go on game day so i think that it was good timing that i was there honestly and that it worked out the way that it did but you know, over the two years that I was with you guys, um, and Matt, you, you kind of stayed on coached a little bit after, but, you know, it was actually interesting how, like, we kind of, you know, we all got along really well, and it's, it, and we had that kind of relationship where we could kind of rag on each other a little bit, and, and but at the same time work hard, and it, and it worked out for us in the, in the end. So um, the growth from where the program was when I was there, when I first got there, to when I, when I left as a team, you guys dramatically got better, and as a goalkeeping group got a lot better too. So that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah. So Matt, what were some things that throughout college you felt you developed as a goalkeeper? So what aspects of your game did you develop in college that maybe weren't developed before you got there? Um, I would definitely say um, just my, I guess my footwork um, really um, got to where it was supposed to be once um, I came back from, like Zach was saying, after I snapped my wrist, um, I, like, we just, we did a session where Zach recorded us, um, during some drills moving across, um, I think we had like eight, eight shots lined up, like across the 18 or so, and, um, Zach would, before he like told me, hey, um, try moving like this way or doing this, um, or shorter shuffles here maybe a cross step for this dive and like i understood what he was saying and i what i thought i was doing was correct uh, when i was watching the video back um and seeing what i was doing before zach said something and then after i really noticed um how much i progressed there um and then i would definitely say um my mindset um my mindset changed a lot to have more confidence in myself and not be um, as, I guess, like super hard on myself. And that was another thing Zach helped me out with where um, I guess you could call it like little like temper tantrums or something like that. Mm -hmm. But I'd, I'd be yelling at myself out loud. And, um, and if I said something bad, Zach would be like, because I think the PSAC like made a rule, like if you like, curse out loud in a game you get a card mm -hmm. um and and so every time i did that during practice or something zach would have me do sit-ups and i remember like the first couple weeks was like i was probably doing like 100 or so sit-ups of practice and i was just but um that really helped me out and then i would say um crosses crosses was a big one that stuff that i was able to step up 
Yeah. And Garrett, same to you. What was the, what did you feel like in college that you kind of, you didn't develop before you got there, but developed when you got to college? Um, anything having to do with my feet, really. Okay. Like, my biggest, like, advantage for me is just natural athleticism and size being six five and just but I was very raw and I would trip over my own feet I could barely kick a goal kick like halfway to half field but on two half field and Matt and Zach both really helped with that a lot getting my footwork up and just every single day no matter how frustrated I would get just kicking balls at my feet making me trap them kick them back like 50 goal kicks per practice until my leg felt like it was going to fall off. And it got me to a place where, like, my junior, senior year, I felt very confident in my goal kicks. And it wasn't like a, am I going to kick this to the other team's forward and have them score, or am I going to kick this to our team situation anymore? Yeah. Yeah, man, your overall development as a, as a goalkeeper just in general, I mean, I had to take you all the way back to just, like, the set position. Like, getting you back to just getting set. What is a set position? And your set was a little bit different than what Matt's was because Matt's not as tall as you are and his, you know, his overall body is a little bit different than you. Like, you're super lanky compared to him. So, like, I did have to coach individual little things to both of you a little bit differently. However, I think a lot of the things that we started with was the footwork and how, how picky I was when it came to the footwork and how on point it needed to be, you know. And not really budging on that was one of my core values as a coach. Like, I'm not going to budge on this. If you don't like it, well, that sucks because this is what's going to make you better. And eventually you guys picked up on that, that I wasn't just going to give up on it and move on to just do shot stopping. Um, and then once you guys bought into it, I, I think it was that initial film session that started it um, for both of you guys. And you were like, oh, wow, like the dude's not an idiot. You actually can can point out some things pretty pretty clearly. I'm not – I'm not, not – yeah, use different words. Um <laughs> But I don't think I'm amazing by any point. But but getting you guys to watch that film was essentially you guys owning your own development and not just just listening to me because I say so. But it was you guys being like, okay, there is some things I can work on. Let's go work on it. You know, it wasn't always just always oh, acts right. But there were some times where you guys had to own your own development, and you both had different pathways in that. And that's what was really interesting, and that was that's what was fun to work with you guys about. And, and Cole, you're the same man. When I worked with you as a player. You know, when I coached you for a, for a semester, and it was about where you are and what's the progression for you. Um, and a lot of that takes place from a lot of evaluation. Now, for you guys, I was just kind of thrown into it, and I had to do as much eval as I could. You know, um, for the people listening, like Garrett's more of like a basketball player when I first got him, and then Matt was more like a bowling ball when I got him. Um, <laughs> different style people, right? <laughs> I'm not trying to be mean. I mean, listen, dude, I'm a bowling ball. So, like, I'm the same style as Matt. So, from me to Matt, it was really easy to coach. And I loved that because I was the same freaking goalkeeper as him. You know, from, like, a mental standpoint, from a physique standpoint, where Garrett was different. Garrett's was set was a little bit lower, um, hands more farther out in front of you, uh, very small details about your footwork. And then, um, and then having Jake on top of that, that really helped me a lot. And I wish I should have called him for this. Um, cause I gotta give him a lot of credit, but being able to have someone else who can serve properly. Um, Jake was a, was a, was a goalkeeper my first year, but then had like 17,000 concussions. So he was then done playing and then was picking up some coaching. So, um, 
he really helped because I could bounce something off of him and he could run some ideas by me and we could actually really train you guys properly. But I felt like you guys got the investment piece from the two of us. Um, and I don't know how you guys felt, but I know I felt that I was fully invested into, you know, working with you guys and watching your games and seeing as much as I could, um, based off of the NCAA restrictions that I was under, but I did the best that I could to evaluate as much as I could. So, you know, I think it's a, it was an interesting dynamic that we had and, um, it was a fun, it was a really fun time and I saw a ton of growth in a short amount of time. So let me ask you guys this, and I don't know, you know, what was going on, you know, Garrett, your freshman year, Matt, your freshman, sophomore year, um, as like a development piece. But do you think when you're looking at like a overall staff, you know, Jeremy does a lot of stuff by himself, ha having someone completely devoted to the goalkeepers and only focusing on you guys, how much did that give you guys confidence uh, or a foundation to build off of? Um, Garrett, I'll start this one. But like for me personally, my freshman year, um, I was injured with my, I fractured my spine. So I wasn't playing freshman year but we'd go out in the mornings with coach and we would have goalie training at like five 30 or six in the morning before actual practice. Um, and then same thing, sophomore year. Um, and then um, I don't, not until you came in, Zach, I didn't have um, a goalie coach, like an act, like an actual goalie coach for a season. And for me, that was just, very odd coming from like high school and club um where you have a goalie coach there like all the time so that was a bit of an adjustment and then once we actually had um you there i definitely noticed he's zach's noticing all these little things that um that our head coach isn't seeing because he's watching the actual the game and everything um so I thought it was huge for my uh, growth and development as like a goalkeeper and just, um, I guess you could say a person also, because it was like, oh, someone's actually like paying attention and like giving me feedback instead of having to rely on someone else to watch film with me. And then we critique it through there. I could get feedback right away while it's fresh in my mind. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was huge for me. Yeah, for sure. I mean, having somebody that's fully focused on what we're doing rather than obviously Jeremy can't do everything by himself. And like my freshman year was the only year that we really didn't have anybody like that because sophomore, junior year I had you and then senior year I had Matt, which coach Matt was just an experience like no other. But <laughs> uh, I hope he learned a thing or two from me. <laughs> yeah. So when you came in, like my freshman year, we would like Matt said, do individual stuff. And Vinny was there, but I don't know. Vinny was a coach, but also just like a guy that would come in and like hang out with us. And whereas you were like, you did that and you had that aspect, but also at the same time, you're like, hey, we can't mess around too long unless we get our work done. Mm -hmm. And uh, nothing against Vinny at all either. Like I love Vinny. He helped me out a lot too. Uh, but then like more so... For me, even in the individual training with you was during practice, like during 11v11 or 8v8 or 5v5 or whatever, when obviously Jeremy's evaluating the entire team and the other 25 guys on the team 
having you like behind the goal saying, Hey, you're doing this, you're doing this. Do you feel that? Like fix this, do that while in a game setting was huge for me. Mm -hmm. You know, Cole, they talk a lot about how the game is the best teacher, right? Yeah. And we've been doing a lot of this talk about the differences between a goalkeeper coach and goalkeeper trainer. Um, you know, and we just talked with Todd, right. Yep. From, from the MLS. And, you know, if we're talking about a session and you're talking about growth and development of those small details. And as the higher the level goes up, the more detail and the more focus needs to be on that, on those areas. Yep. You know, think about how then all the small details that you and I and Todd and Zach McMath talked about and comparing that to now your coach at a club or a, or a college who's by themselves what are some ways, Cole, that you think that the coach could incorporate a goalkeeper into a session and be able to give some more feedback back to a goalkeeper about a particular piece of their game? I mean, I think with anything, I think it's, it's important to give a goalkeeper the opportunity to at least get their hands warm before they get into a session, no matter what it is. But then from there, I mean, it's doing something maybe you have you have end zones and you have goalkeepers in each end zone. And now the field players are trying to find the goalkeeper's hands in order to score a point. But in the same manner, you're, you're helping that team that's attacking you, but you're also helping the defensive team keep a shape. And I think that's important for a goalkeeper because now they're seeing some live action because the ball is actually coming into their hands and they have to be active and move. And maybe it's a 40-yard wide grid by, I don't know, 60 or whatever. But So now you've got a bit more room as a goalkeeper to cover, but now you're still organizing your back four and – working on getting a ball in your hands and, and maybe making a save from that perspective. So I think maybe that might not be a bad way because that's kind of a possession oriented for the field players. But then I think it gets the goalkeepers involved or in the same respect, you can throw the goalkeepers in the middle and it's just, again, they're on a team and the field players are trying to find the goalkeeper's hands and the goalkeepers then rolling it out and distributing to another player. Maybe it's a throw or a roll or putting the ball down at the feet and passing it, but then they're staying involved. It's not necessarily, Oh, you're standing in goal and making a save. Mm -hmm. but you're still working on aspects of your game that are going to be beneficial for when you actually do get involved in play. And I think from there, then it's just transitioning to some small sided games and whatever works best for your team, if it's bumpers or if it's still just two teams um, or you could do like a three team setup, one team in possession, one team going to goal sort of thing. And I think it's just as quick as you can get a goalkeeper involved in a session. If, you don't have a coach there who's specifically looking at goalkeeping is huge. And I think part of that is as goalkeepers, we become our own coaches. We start to realize once we've heard a couple things from somebody who said it, we start to nitpick what we're doing as a goalkeeper and going, okay, well, my feet weren't quite right. I wasn't quite set low enough. I need to get my hands more out in front of me or my hands when I caught it, they weren't on top of the ball. I mean, just little things like that. I think, I mean, and you guys hop in here, but, I know that's what I did as a goalkeeper. Yes, I had a goalkeeper coach, but I was still nitpicking mm -hmm. every single time. And I even say to my coach, like, oh, I, I caught that wrong, or I wasn't set low enough, or I didn't get my feet in contact with the ground before I dove. I was in the air. So yeah. I felt like I, I developed that, and I think that's huge for us as well as goalkeepers to become our own coach. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like once you two start to develop that type of skill in your own head – once you kind of started to listen to what I was saying and we started to get that trust, there became a point where like our last rep, if you didn't have a good clean last save, you'd be like, nah, another one. 
but it wasn't me saying it. It came from you guys. And I think that's huge when you have an inner coach then I can build on you, right? I can build onto the next layer. I can go on to the next thing because you're holding yourselves to that standard already um, that we've created by through that mutual conversation or mutual respect that we had. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It's, it's, it's an interesting thing. Is, is there a, you know, exact right answer at a college level? Um, I don't know. It's nice to have somebody who's always there with you and, and who can help you and focus on you. But I'm sure the two of you have kind of experienced all three things, right? You've experienced not having anybody and just being with Jeremy, who's the head coach. You had a trainer, which is, you know, someone coming in and just giving you sessions. And then you had someone who, like myself who was more of a goalkeeper coach minded and who was there at the investment from watching your game films and being there on the, on the sidelines. And, you know, at, at halftime, like I remember with you guys coming over and being like, do what I need to work on. Like, but like, but the thing is like, like Matt, like there's a good example here. Like, when we lost East Stroudsburg in overtime and that hit that hit that banger of a free kick. But like, I felt that, like I felt that goal because I, I was so invested into that. And like that, that's the number one goal that I, I still feel the pain from that goal, you know, cause I was, I was there. I've been training you. I've been working with you. And like that, that goal, that, that hurt, man. And I feel like once you have that type of relationship, that's when some good stuff can happen. And it was interesting, like the development that took place because of that. But you know, if we're talking about a specific thing that helped you, uh, either of you, the most, like let's just look into the actual training sessions now, and you and you guys can pick apart a, a specific session if you want. I don't, you're not gonna hurt my feelings. Um, what, like, what were some things that you're like? I love this. This helped me so much. Garrett, let's start with you. Um, honestly, what's popping in my head, and it's incredibly minuscule compared to the amount of stuff we did. Mm -hmm. It was just the very first day when you were like, hey, your hands should start here. And like, it's the tiniest thing, but it changed so much for me. And like, I actually helped coach our high school team and worked with the goalies there this past fall. And that was the first thing I did. And after the very first day, the goalie was like, wow, like that hand start thing is crazy. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I felt the same way. And it's such a small thing that you don't realize if you're not told it or mm -hmm. ever like shown it. So I, like, it's crazy because we did so much other stuff and so much more in depth and I don't want to make it sound like <laughs> you basic about things, but that's probably the thing that really changed the most for me and like kind of opened my eyes to like the small things can really improve you in a massive way. Mm -hmm. And Matt, before you go, Gary, I want to build off that point. Cause that, that's per, I mean, that's small things. I think that's exactly what we're looking for as coaches at the college level. We're not looking to change your game and make these huge changes and completely reconstruct your goalkeeping style. I think we're looking to just make these minor changes to help improve you overall and help you make, make more saves. So it's those small things that are going to improve you overall as a, as a goalkeeper. So I think that was a great point that you made, made there with that. So Matt, what was, I mean, from your perspective, what was one thing for you that really was beneficial? Um, I, would, I would definitely say the one drill that helped me out a lot was we had, when we were working on crosses, um, and we had, I think it was three, three cones kind of set in like a weird L or something like that. And... Um, I used to just on crosses instead of like getting my feet moving a little bit, I would stand there. I had my, um, I wasn't like in the right position to start with. And in my head, I'd count one to two, but 
um, to try and get the read of the cross. But I just, once we started doing that drill and I get, I got my feet moving once I read the cross and instead of always taking a step forward um, and then having to backtrack. Yeah. You just put yourself in a very poor position. And um, that was the one drill that I really like remember helping me out a lot when it came down to um, an in-game situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the things that I did with with the, with both of you guys was um, I learned it from John Amram, who was the, the goalkeeper coach at Temple, and he's the Region One goalkeeper staff for like seventeen years. Um, he's he was incredible. He always called it the long route. If you on a on a flight of service, if you take your first step forward and then you have to backtrack because the ball came more back post. It's the long, it's the long route, right? If you're going to take it, you want to go the short route, right? So you want to meet that ball with the least amount of footwork that you have to do and be in the best possible scenario where your, where your chest and your head is in your, your body's still in the right position to catch the ball in front of you. Um, so like, I mean, instead of making, you know, instead of making that first step towards your near post to go after that flight of ball, you just practice patience, you read the flight of service and then take your first step more towards the top of the six to go catch the ball there instead of trying to go forward and then backtrack to that spot. It's a really bad habit for a lot of people. Um, it's something that's just not taught at the younger levels either, um, which is kind of, you know, something we talked about Cole a little bit about uh, when Travis Morris was on from Ohio state, he was talking about how's your presence and how, yeah. and how do you read stuff? That's what I care about. Right. Um, when you're looking at really top, top level division one goalkeepers, it's um, having that presence when the ball's in the air and being confident when the ball's in the air. And the first thing is reading it and taking that first step. So we did train that a lot. Um, I, rem- I remember that, but it wasn't anything fancy. Honestly, it's, it's something that Cole, we could probably talk about more on, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think the set position, right? Right. The first thing getting set and then the, your, your first step. Yeah. Seems pretty basic, honestly. Yeah. Think about it. <laughs> no, Zach, and that um, kind of, I mean, one exercise that I remember is uh, Bob's famous one with, you got the three saves. Mm-hmm. And it's all about positional and you're you're making a ball on the ground and then mid height and now it's maybe a dive or ending with a dive and then a or a ball at your face and then a dive sort of thing but um i love those little exercise positional um stuff for me was huge when i got to the co- college level just finding the right and i thought it was my position was i thought it was good coming into college but i felt it was a whole different level once you got there of, with the speed of play and putting yourself in the right position so those little things from my perspective, helped immensely. And I know that you have done them a couple times too. And they were, I mean, Bob just as incredible as it is. Yeah, so. and that's the guy that I learned the most from, man. He just, he was a great mentor. But honestly, it's interesting when we talk about like a good step position and then you have your good first step, both you guys, we changed how you guys dove. We changed that then, right? How to cut down the angle. And like you can build up, that's another layer thing that we did. We filtered those things in. And, and Matt, what was, what was some things when we started to do those things with, let's just use the diving, uh, the way once you started having your hands, your shoulders, everything following first and you're cutting down more of that angle, um, you know, what was one thing that you felt like got better at? And it could be shot stopping. It could be reading a play. It could be reading an angle and a, a cutback or really any situation you felt like you got really good at. Um, I would definitely say um, I kind of – I I progressed in attacking the ball more on um, just just a shot, um, like you were talking about. We worked on diving because um, I kind of I kind of lost a lot of 
um, like my technique and just everything after all the injuries and you kind of had to rebuild me to mm -hmm. um, where I was and, and then also like fix my bad habits. And one of my bad habits was um, not, I was, sometimes I dive forwards, other times I'd be diving sideways and then we just kept going after um, taking that again, first step, like the correct first step um, forward and just cutting off the angle more. And I was able to cover more the, the goal and that's huge for a guy like me that's only 511 and Garrett who's 64 or whatever so it doesn't really matter for him as much but um so I would definitely say that was a that was a big thing yeah Garrett, exactly getting getting your weight forward as well yeah man over over your knees is is huge and uh to, to getting that first step going forward i think that's a lot of things that we we instill in our goalkeepers as well yeah i mean especially like when you're a little more top heavy and i'm not trying to say like either of us are like overweight but like even brad's a good example of that right who we talked to uh from christos and played at millersville um brad's top heavy he was very he was kind of jacked you know and and that weight matters and you have to you know, your center of gravity is a little bit higher. You know, when I coach females, we talked about this a little bit too, their center of gravity is a little bit lower, more towards their hips, and that that matters. Like, you have to think about that when you're in, in a training session. And, and um, you know, I think both of you guys, Garrett, you being a little bit more lanky, and Matt, you being a little more like more like Brad, a little buffer up, up, up top. You know, I think that matters in, in how you can control that and being under control in very quick movements uh, is, is, you know, really important. And, um, both you guys got really good at it. Garrett, you're more like, uh, there's some things I couldn't teach you. You just did. And it was awesome. You know, it was, it was, it was weird because, you know, I'd, I'd pump a ball like upper 90, just being like, ah, I'm going to mess with him. And he, and he'd get like a touch to it. And I'm like, that freaking crap would piss me off, man. Like, you know, cause I, I, it's a big thing to keep you guys humble, you know? And, and, but, but then Garrett, I think was more like the consistency factor. Matt was super picky about consistency. And then Garrett would like make this amazing save, but then miss like something right near your ankles, you know? And, um, and I think that piece of just that consistent reps, right. And gaining that confidence, it, it helped both you guys. Yeah. Garrett, what about you, man? Uh, biggest strength you guys? Yeah. Like one thing you felt like you got really, really good at and, and you can use anything from training or, or games or anything. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd have to go back to what the drill Matt brought up with attacking crosses, which, by the end of my senior year, I feel like that was the thing I was head and shoulders above anybody else who played against that, which I should be, like Matt said, I'm 6'4". Mm -hmm. I think also the way you trained it, you really embraced, how you said, like a basketball background. Like you didn't – I've had coaches before be like, hey, you played soccer. Stop thinking about other sports. But Zach would be like, no, like you're going to get a rebound. Like you're, you're going to dunk it after you catch it. And it really clicked in my brain with the multi-sport mentality. And I think, like I said, by the end of my senior year, anything almost to the penalty spot on a lofted service, I felt comfortable going and attacking and trying to get. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was watching that. I was watching that Michael Jordan documentary uh, last night that's on ESPN. And it, it talked about Dennis Rodman going up for rebounds. And he just had people shoot from all different angles and just watch the flight of service or, or just watch the arc of the ball and watch the spin. and all those kinds of things. And I felt like once you get that many reps, you're able to go up and just kind of go get it. And, 
I feel like you don't want to lose that if you have a chance to teach it a different way. So that's just another analogy for it. But yeah, no, I think it's important to kind of bring some of those different experiences that kids may have had, especially in the goalkeeping position, that, that different sports that they've played to help them think about what they're doing to help break things down a little bit more. And I don't think it's, I think at times it's, it's beneficial to let, to kind of bring those things in. So I think it helps just immediately put their mindset right to what we're asking them to do, um, which I think is important. So well, I'm going to ask one last question here to kind of wrap this up. Garrett, we'll start with you. So what is one thing that you would tell to an incoming college freshman goalkeeper to help their development throughout their four years? Always have an open mind, I think would be one of the biggest things. Like you made it to college, you got to this level, you're on a team, obviously you're at least decent. Have an open mind that you can get as much better as you want to get. I think that was a big turning point for me is coming from a small town, like I was a big fish in a small pond. And then it got completely flipped when I got to school. And that was the toughest adjustment. And I think that film session with Zach was the moment I was like, wow, like I could be so much better. And that was when I started really working as hard as I possibly could to get there on everything and listening to everything Zach said and like accepting the fact that I can get that much better if I just want to. I think that's the biggest. Yeah. Matt, what about you? Um, yeah, um, I agree with uh, what Garrett said. I'd say one thing um, that I would say get to know what players you can really dig into and yell at and know they won't take it the wrong way. And then your other players where they don't want to be singled out on the field during practice or something like that. Maybe you have to go talk to them during a water break or something. Um, just kind of get to know your players because everyone has a different personality and some people don't like to be yelled at and they, they take that off the field as I guess, hold a grudge on you or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I think those are both great points. I think keeping an open mind and I think it's uh kind of being empathetic, Matt, I think is kind of what you're getting, getting towards yeah. understanding the players and, um, and I think that's huge from a goalkeeping perspective, both of those, having an open mind and, and being willing and able to, to understand each of the players and how to interact with them to get the most out of them because that's what you want as a goalkeeper. You want to be able to get the most out of your players when you're on the field. So, well, Garrett, Matt, we really appreciate the two of you joining us and helping us break down this topic of development at the college level. So thank you both for joining us. And uh, Zach, as always, thanks for the help. Yes, sir. Thanks for joining us on this episode of The Set Position.